Hello from the BBC. I'm Alexander Griffiths with an update on the war in Ukraine. Russia says airstrikes have hit a factory in Kiev which produces anti-ship missiles. The strike comes a day after Russia said its flagship in the Black Sea, the Moskva, had sunk. Ukraine says it hit the ship with missiles. Russia says fires on board caused ammunition to explode. The Ukrainian Coast Guard said Russia did not manage to evacuate all 500 crew from the Moskva despite their claims. The BBC's Steve Rosenberg is in Moscow. It contradicts what President Putin was saying just a couple of days ago when he declared that what he calls his special military operation in Ukraine was going according to plan. There was no official reference from Russia to Ukraine's claims to have hit the warship, but Russia now says it will intensify attacks on Ukraine in response, it says, to Ukrainian attacks on Russian territory. Igor Konoshenkov is from the Russian Defence Ministry. The number and scale of missile strikes against objects in Kyiv will increase in response to the commission of any attacks of a terrorist nature or sabotage on Russian territory by the Ukrainian nationalist regime. The BBC's Jenny Hill in Moscow has more. Today, the Ministry of Defence has said that it's going to increase the scale and frequency of strikes on facilities in Kyiv in retaliation for what it says are Ukrainian attacks on Russian territory. We're talking about the regions which border Ukraine in Russia. And what's interesting is that in the last week or so, reports of Ukrainian strikes into those regions have started to increase. Um, now, it's not clear whether the actual number has started to increase, and we can't verify any of these reports, by the way, but the Russians are now starting to talk about them with much more frequency. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky spoke to the BBC about the sinking of the Moskva. I honestly do not care about what is happening with the Russian army, which is, has attacked us, which is the occupying force, which is blocking the Black Sea, by the way. If it gets smaller, it's not a bad thing. The airstrikes near Kiev are among the most significant attacks on the capital since Moscow pulled its land forces out of the area. Anna Foster is in the village of Kozarovichi, north of Kiev. It is a city that still feels very much on the, the forefront of the war, even though Russian troops have, have pulled away from places, villages like this, where I am just north of Kiev this morning. But it is still a very quiet city, a city filled with checkpoints. People are returning, but when they hear things like this, it does still make them nervous. Meanwhile, officials in the southern city of Mariupol say Russian occupiers have begun exhuming bodies buried in the yards of residential blocks, and they say Russian troops are not allowing residents to bury people. There are 13 mobile crematoria in Mariupol, according to Ukrainian intelligence, and city authorities suspect the Russians are trying to cover up war crimes. Seven weeks of relentless Russian shelling, hunger and freezing temperatures have left thousands of Mariupol residents dead. Tensions continue to remain high across Ukraine. Our correspondent Dan Johnson is in the western city of Lviv. There were two different air raid alerts here in Lviv in the west after a couple of days that have been relatively calm and quiet here. So it shows you how the conflict is still affecting people who are even a long, long way from the fighting and how people are perhaps on edge. And there had been a renewed fear that Russia having to admit that that flagship of its Black Sea fleet has now sunk to the bottom of the Black Sea might prompt further attacks, perhaps in retaliation. Elsewhere, some 11 million Ukrainians have left their homes since the Russian invasion a little over a month ago, with around 5 million fleeing the country. It's the biggest refugee crisis in Europe since World War II. Most have found shelter in neighbouring Poland and Hungary, but others have come further west. John Lawrenson is in Paris. 
France has said it'll take in 100,000 Ukrainian refugees, more than some of its neighbours. Much of the effort is being made by small organisations and individuals, such as Ukrainian in Paris, Victoria Kuksa, who says she's impressed by the French response to the crisis. Sometimes they uh, don't know how to help. They just say, how can I help? What do you need? Uh, and uh, I have some um, ex-colleagues. They contacted me like, hi, we haven't talked for years, but I have a flat or I have a room. Do you need my help? Do you know someone who needs? And Russia is reported to have warned the United States of unpredictable consequences if Washington and its NATO allies continue to arm Ukraine. On Wednesday, President Biden approved further military aid for Ukraine worth $800 million, including artillery, armoured vehicles and drones. Those are the latest developments on day 51 of Russia's invasion. I'm Alexander Griffiths at the BBC.